All right, so we had a little mixer error when recording the intro and outro for this episode. Um, let's just say, hypothetically, a voice changer filter got locked on. And so for um, about five minutes or so towards the beginning, I sound like a deep monster robot thing. And the last few seconds, I also sound like a deep robot monster thing. Um, don't worry, for the actual interview portion of this episode, we sound normal, hopefully. But sorry for that error. Enjoy. From the depths of hell, we're Callahan, Cubs, the D302 Show. I'm your host, Lucas Vargas. And I'm Eddie Sussy. <laughs> okay, you're changing it Sussie up. Eddie. I'm Sussie Eddie. So today is our... Halloween episode. And by today, I mean we recorded it yesterday, the day previously, and now it is currently Halloween. So, would you want to explain to them what we did for our Halloween special? We, 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 it was a struggle at first, but thankfully, I can't remember their names, so you're going to have to... Mag, Maggie Hall. Maggie, we, we found a group of ghost hunters on Reddit, I believe it was. Yes. And we gave, we, we had an interview. Unfortunately, only one of the four or five showed up, but it was a blast, and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. And we'll play that in a second. Uh, but first, we have a few scary stories to help, uh, you know, set the mood for tonight's episode. So the first story, okay. Well, hang on. First, with radar costumes. I'm Anakin Skywalker. I'm sus. Okay, yeah, you're among us. Um, we actually posted the full pictures on uh, the D302 show uh, Instagram. Still the D, still the underscore D three hundred two underscore show. I've not changed that. But um, go go like us on there. We'll we post announcements and pictures. And so first, okay, now we can talk about the scary stories. Talk about the thing that happened today. Okay, we'll we will cover that. Okay, I don't, I don't know other scary stories. Oh, I got one. Okay, I was going to tell. This is from over the weekend. Okay. Okay. Oh, this is the one I was supposed to blind react to, right? Right, blind reaction. Okay. Okay. So. I was, I just dropped off my partner home, and so, they live out in the middle of nowhere, and I'm driving back home with my mom, my mom's in the passenger, and we go up over this hill, and there's a person in a costume walking in the middle of the road, and I, I just swerve around him and speed off, and that's all, that's all, that's all I have, you know what, when Brad and I and Tinsley worked at, but when we all used to work at the same place, mm-hmm. and we, we work night shifts, so we go in there at 4, 4 p.m. We usually got off around 5 a.m., 6 a.m., somewhere like that. Yeah. Some nights it'd be like 4 or 5 a.m., right? But we'd go home. It was this, like, dirt-ass road. No one knows. Like, it empty-ass road. But there was this crackhead that used to just go down the road that led to, like, there was nothing down there for miles. Right. Was walk, and it was scary. It was so scary. We was, saw him, like, three or four times. Was he ever wearing a costume? No, he was just wearing a shirt. I think he was homeless. Oh, well, yeah. I, I kind of think the person that was wearing a costume in the middle of the road uh, it was late at night, too. I should preface that. I, I, I think might have been sus. Yeah, he, he's a little... It was a little sus, okay? But, um... Well, yeah. That, that's just a scary story. First scary story. I got one today. The second scary story? Okay. So, I was actually about to go to the bathroom, and our bathroom door is... Can I tell him what came out of No, 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 no. Lucas is sus, guys. <laughs> our... Our door... Open, swung open. After screaming for like a second, I went, oh, 
And then I high kicked that door, slammed it shut with my leg, and then jumped over there and locked it. I was too far away to push it, but my leg was just the right way. And Addy said I overreacted, and I kind of think I overreacted. But I can't tell you how scared I was. Like, it was so freaking scary. Maybe we had a sussy person trying to come into our room. Would you stop saying that? So I'm, I'm, I'm stuck in character, bro. Oh, real, I'm stuck in character. Dude, we, we had a knife for you, and you forgot to take it with the knife. Yeah, I'm sus. But, luckily, no one, like, tried to break in again, I guess. Uh, we don't even know if it was, like, a break-in, or what? I don't think there was a win, because if you look at the, the thingy, it's going that way, and there's a wall into it. That, 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 yeah, we had the window open. But, I don't, like, it's never... The window wasn't pulling outward, or the wind. Well, like, I don't know. And, like, the door is shut, though. Even last year, like, whenever there was a vacuum in the room, it would just shake the door. But, like, this door was shut. And it wasn't even, like, a big gust of wind that even came by. It was just, the door just opened. And we, uh, I freaked out. But let me, like, let you guys know, if there was someone on the other end, I was protecting you, Addy. I wish, I wish you recorded the thing just to see how fast I was, like, how fast I told you, like, did you overreacted. Okay. It was so funny to me. I don't know why it was so funny to you. I thought my life was in danger. Dude, if your life is in danger, therefore my life is also in danger. Right. So, um, I'd rather sit there and just say you overreacted. So. And then die after. But, um, yeah, just, just a little, hor it was scarier at the time. Like, cause we kind of freaked out about it, like, a few minutes afterwards. But then, like, now, it's just funny. Like, yeah, I like, I like I just want to remember this in the future, too, off topic. We had a, our building that hosts the haunted house. Oh. It was a ghost thing. And it was closed last year, and it was closed the year before due to COVID. So this was the first year it was opened back up. And I have a, it, it's from 7 to 10 p.m., but I have a class that goes from 6 to 9. Regardless, I show up at, like, 8.30, expecting to, like, still go in, because it still has an hour and a half. Right. But now, these guys closed it at, like, 9. And there's, it was so weird too, there was no sign anywhere. It was, and like, and finally, um, someone just told us just to walk away, like, a certain way. I guess to the entrance. And we started walking that way, and then someone passed us, and they were like, Are you guys looking for the haunted house? And we are like, yeah. We, we, we just sent the last group, it's closed. Now, you guys can't squeeze us on that last group, it's just the two of us. I don't understand why they couldn't just shove us on to. I think it was kind of crappy. Yeah, but I just want to remember that in future when I was listening back to this episode. Yeah, but... Alright, so now, the reason everyone's here, we have the interview. So let's play our interview, and we'll meet you guys afterwards. Goodbye. Hello. Okay. Hi. Um, so, if you would go want to go ahead and, like, you know, introduce yourself and, um... Because I've looked you up on Facebook and I saw you're, you're, you know, you're a part of a group and stuff. So if you want to yeah. go ahead and introduce like what you guys do and stuff, that'd be great. Sure. Uh, my name is Mags. I am the co-founder and an um, investigator with the Bench Breaking Broads Ghost Hunters. Um, we are an all-female group um, and we are out of Tennessee, Alabama, Mississippi area. Um, we have investigated many places, though. We've been doing it for about 25 years now. Oh, wow. So we do a lot of old school things, but they work. So we keep doing them. Um, but we um, actually started out doing this. We went to what we call a canned hunt, which is where you pay money to go on an investigation, usually at a historic location or something like that. 
um, and another ghost investigation group is running it. And so we paid our money and it was to go to old South Pittsburgh hospital in South Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Uh, my sister and I went and we met Sue and her daughter there. And none of us had ever been on anything like this before. So we met them at the hotel first and we're like, oh, hey, we're doing that too kind of thing. Got to talking, ended up going to the same restaurant for dinner. So we talked to them there and joined them for dinner. Um, and then we saw them again at the hospital. And since none of us had done it, we were all like, okay, well, let's all be on the same team and all that. We were just getting along really, really well. And um, so we decided after doing it, we had a great time doing it. Um, it was like four hours, I believe, is what we paid for. Um, so when we got back to the hotel room, we talked about it some more and we decided we were going to do it annually. Right. Well, anybody that's ever done this, um, it's very addictive. <laughs> so then it was like, oh, well, we're going to do this twice a year. And then it ended up being three out of four weekends a month. Oh, wow. And um, our we all have families. We all have jobs. Uh, my trade, my, pro my profession is I'm a paralegal. Um, two of the other team members, Sue and Lisa, are both um, registered nurses in Alabama. And my sister is a psychologist in Mississippi. So the um, Tennessee group? Yes. Um, so we kind of... I mean, it, it's kind of like a tri-state area, you know, Nashville and the southern region is northern Alabama or northwestern Alabama, and then uh, Mississippi would be northeastern Mississippi area. Yeah, but I used to live over done... there in Huntsville, sorry, and I remember the drive to yes. Tennessee was only like two, I don't even think it was two hours, maybe like, maybe two and yes. a half, it's, it's not that far at all. Exactly. Well, they live in Madison, so it's just oh, okay. right there. Well, I said I said Huntsville, but that's actually where I'm from is Madison. Oh, Athens, oh Athens, okay. Athens, what school yeah. did you? What high school did you go to? Uh, I didn't. I lived there over the summer, so I was already graduated when okay. I when I lived there. Oh, but okay. there's a there's a Mazda plant down there, and I, I worked there. Yeah, for a there while. is. Yep. Um, uh, we just Sue I worked there on a startup. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, Sue was a school nurse, and that's why I asked. Oh, okay. Because um. She could have been your school nurse. Who knows? <laughs> but uh, but we really have a great time doing it. We all agreed it would only ever be the four of us. We all agreed that if we ever stopped or wanted to stop doing it, that we could. Um, we all get along. We kind of take votes on stuff. And, you know, we still try and go once or twice a month. Um November and December are a little slow um, just because we all have family obligations and holidays and stuff. So, but other than that, um, we have an extremely good time. We've, I think we have all now seen um, full body apparitions. Oh, um, wow. we've all talked to entities, had them call our names or talk to us. And one of us, not me had an, um, <laughs> attachment for a while um but we <laughs> took care like of that so um one thing we don't do um we don't do much evil stuff um because we do have families we don't want to bring anything home 
uh, we don't want to, you know, endanger innocent people that aren't into this. Of so course, yeah. we, we just don't, we do say prayers before and after each investigation, um, kind of non-denominational prayer that we all came up with. <laughs> oh, here, let's add this sentence. Oh, here, um, she's Catholic. Let's add this, <laughs> you know, <laughs> kind of stuff, but it works for us. And like I said, I mean, we've been doing it for about 25 years. Well, um, before you guys like really went into it, was there like any, any member of the group that was like a, like a skeptic before they started getting all really all this evidence or stuff or like, or all, we, all four of you kind of really believe into it? We like, all were big skeptics and we all still are big skeptics. Um, we're not going to believe something until we can prove that it is in fact something paranormal. Right. So we're, we're kind of odd like that. We don't necessarily believe in orbs. <laughs> we don't necessarily, I mean, you know, a lot of people will try and fake stuff just to. There is a lot of fake content out there. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause like it's, yes. it's stuff that's like, you see it and you're like, okay, either like 100% this is faked and Photoshopped or B mm -hmm. there are real ghosts out there and stuff. Um, right. Just, well, cause um, I say that. Addison here, he's a he really big a um you're a believer. Yeah, I'd say I'm a believer, yeah. Yeah. And I guess I guess I really wouldn't say like I'm I'd say I'm more like in the middle. Like mm -hmm. I, I don't know if I believe or not. There right. might be something out there. Um mm -hmm. you know, I, I I hope there's something out there. But yeah. I don't I don't know if I one hundred percent say yeah, it's a spirit or ghost. But um, because mm -hmm. we've done invest we've done an investigation before. We've had one investigation prior to this, yeah. Yeah. So it was actually so we went to a uh we're we're in um located in Kentucky, mm -hmm. so we're pretty close to you guys actually. But um, mm -hmm. there's a uh place Cynthiana, Kentucky. They have mm -hmm. a Ross Opera House, and we went there, and we, okay. we I've heard. Different things like a bunch of people say it's super active. Some people say it wasn't. Mm -hmm. And coming from a viewpoint of a skeptic, there, there, there was several things that night that I could not explain. Right. So it, it was definitely like, and we, it, it sucks. We we record we're recording, and this is like one thing we didn't actually capture. Um, but we were all just talking. I had my brother with me. And we were all just sitting downstairs in the lobby talking, and upstairs a door had slammed mm -hmm. and we did unfortunately i don't think we had any cameras rolling when it happened and i think after that we were it was kind of like the mindset of okay no matter how mundane something is we have to keep cameras rolling yeah so that way we can record anything and everything yes That's usually how it goes though usually the best stuff is never captured right you know? yeah i think i think the ghost, like, and then you're pranks. stuck you're stuck trying to prove something that like <laughs> yeah that happened you know so yeah yes. swear, trust me bro swear yeah yeah our best EVPs come from when we're just sitting there. We're obviously recording, but we're just sitting there chit-chatting amongst ourselves, not necessarily talking to any possible entities. Mm -hmm. But um, one of them we have is a little girl about four or five years old. And I said I was going downstairs. We were all just, we had already said, okay, let's take a break. I'm like, I'm going downstairs. And the little girl said, where did she go? And oh. plain as day, no one heard it. 
we did it, you know, we found it when we listened back to it. And I mean, it was, it's class A. I mean, it's very clear, very mm. obviously a child and we do not allow children <laughs> on our investigations. Um, well, yeah, I mean, a child's voice is scary, almost scary. So it might yeah. be a good thing. Yeah. You guys didn't hear it right then and there. Yeah. Cause if we heard that, <laughs> yeah, I, I know our butts would have been out of there. I mean, going into the yeah. opera house, I was just supposed to be solely there, the cameraman. Yeah. And so I, I didn't know much about going. I didn't know pretty much anything going into it. But at some point, I ended up having to leave because it was just too much for me. Yeah. You so I gave them all my camera gear and I told them how to use it and I left. Yeah. Too much for me. We've kind of discovered that the longer we do this, the more empathic we are. Um, whether it's just we're more attuned to going into abandoned places, maybe. I don't know. Um, but we can feel the house faster than we used to, so to say. So over the 25 years that you've, uh, you've hunted, right? Mm -hmm. Has there ever been a circumstance that, um, cause I know you, you mentioned prior that you don't really mess with evil spirits, but is there something right. that came up over, over a hunt that, that made you realize that maybe I shouldn't be here. Maybe I should like, cut it early or, or leave. Um, well, so we did Waverly Hills, right? Everybody oh, has yeah. to go to Waverly Hills. And um, that's, we actually went to what's called the cafetorium, which is the cafeteria slash auditorium. And it's not really a big location that people go to. And they didn't even tell us, oh, you know, here's a haunted story that happened in that area or anything like that. We just randomly chose to go there. So, and this is after we were actually on the third floor speaking with Nurse Betty for three hours. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, she was hey. communicating mainly with Sue and Lisa because they were talking nurse stuff for this entire time. And we asked her if she wanted to go downstairs with us. And she said no. And she didn't want us to leave, but we went anyway. So we go down there and we're sitting on the stage. And I saw the black mask coming. I felt I was nauseous. I was sweaty. I was, I've got to get out of here. And in fact, what I did, I, I felt a pinch on the inside of my elbow on my left arm. And um, so I get up and I start just running. <laughs> and I know this is, audio only so i'm basically a, a middle aged overweight white woman who is trying to run but i'm not <laughs> running so you can you know and i've got all this gear with me and stuff so it's not a really pretty picture i'm sure and uh i was halfway across the room before the rest of the girls even realized what's going on and i thought i had screamed we got to go. But in fact, apparently I just whispered it and they didn't hear me. So I'm running and the, the three of them are like grabbing up the equipment that I left and following me. And they're like, what's going on? What's going on? And I'm like, no, no, we are never coming back to Waverly Hills. I don't care what you do or say. I will never set foot in there again. Man, that's horrifying. Well, yeah, uh, there was uh, there was also experiences that made you you and I. Run. Yeah, so I have a similar story 
not it's not not that crazy though but i did have to run out of a uh, i think it was when you guys were doing it was logan uh what were you guys doing the ouija yeah. board no uh we we did do a ouija board session and i did oh. have i did end it early because mm-hmm. you could hear whispering and i uh, yeah. we went there to record like you know ghosts and spirits and that's also something else i i can't explain but we started the Ouija board session, and I don't know what it was, but a few seconds, like, it it wasn't right away, mm-hmm. but after a few more questions, I started hearing whispering, mm-hmm. and I I think a part of me, I had to end it early because I, um, we were, we had to stay there the night, we were spending the night there, and I was like, okay, yeah, I, I think, like, even the fact that, like, a door slamming upstairs seemed mm-hmm. more safe. It seemed a lot more safe than the thought of whatever we invited through a Ouija board. And so, yeah, yeah. after that, we were like, okay, we're, we're kind of done with this. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't, are you familiar with the Estes method at all? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. We use that so, on occasion. I, I, we didn't really like it. And for um, just for our audience at home, what, uh, what we've come to know it as is just um, using a spirit box. And then usually... The person that is like a hearing the spirit box can't hear what the you usually have more than one person, and yeah. the other person point person A is asking questions, and person mm-hmm. B is listening to the answers of the spirit box, but person B can't hear what the other person person A is asking and stuff. Right, and they can't see either. Right, you've got a blindfold and headphones on. And um, well, oh, thank you, because I uh, I explained that pretty terribly, but thank you for hopping in. Um, but we were doing that, and my brother, and we we've been going for a few minutes, and he also wasn't getting anything. And then a few seconds later, he uh he started counting. He's he, one, two, three, and when he said that, he started <laughs> running, and that made you yeah. start running towards the door. And you, he was closer to the door. And he's also, you know, no offense, he's a lot more athletic oh, yeah, than you. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. And you somehow beat him to the door, which was actually, I'm impressed. I don't play around with those things, man. And ca- something about <laughs> counting, it just doesn't sit right with No, me. yeah, counting, you know, if a ghost is counting, nothing good can come from that. Yeah, so I'm out. But I think what made, we didn't tell you, because we were, we, we were still hoping that you would stay there. <laughs> yep. But there have been other ghost groups that had went there that have mm-hmm. heard counting. So when that's why uh, Logan almost freaked out. Yeah. So, well, when we but, got when we got back to the staging area at Waverly, which is basically just the giant room where you go in with your equipment and stuff. You can buy drinks and snacks if you don't bring them. By the way, our group is known for our snacks. <laughs> Everybody in the area knows we bring the snacks. Um, ghost hunting makes you hungry. Uh. We, we bought snacks that night too. Yeah, we were. Starving. Yeah. So, but we got back to the staging area and I looked at my arm. And right there, in right the bend of your elbow on the inside, a bru- I got bruise really easy. A bruise was coming out. And the nurses in our group looked at it. And so did the girl that worked at Waverly Hills. And they all agreed it was either. It, it, that it was a needle prick, either taking blood or giving an injection. And then 
by morning, I had three more bruises on my arm just below that site that looked just like someone's hand had been holding my arm to give the injection. Yeah, I think if I woke up and something had injected me, uh, I'm I wouldn't visit that place again either. I'm going. I'm going to church after that. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason I don't want to go back to Waverly Hills. <laughs> no, yeah, we we don't blame you. We don't blame you. Yeah, so that that was really the only thing that. I mean, we've had other occasions where things have happened. I'm usually the guinea pig of the group. Um, if there's a hole in a floor to crawl through, it's going to be me that does it. Oh. Um, I don't know why, but it, it will be. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you know, I'm, I'm the one that has to go first or last um, into the rooms, whichever they deem yep. more dangerous. <laughs> uh, so I've, I've had a lot of experiences over the year, but or over the years, but They've been mainly good. Um, like I said, we've seen um, quite a few. We saw one. Three of our teams saw a full body apparition just as plain as you and me sitting here in Georgia. And it just changed all three of us. Yeah. If we, I think that would have been like, that might have pushed me over the edge that night. If I, I think, I think that's what it would take for me to like fully believe is mm -hmm. being a full body operation. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, yeah, it, it was the strangest thing I think I've ever seen in my entire life. And I've seen a lot of strange stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, cause that would be like, you know, that's, that just changes your whole world view. Like that would it actually, does. so it I does. can understand like this shaping you guys and like all these so experiences my, you guys have collected. Yeah, my sister, who's also in the group, she and I, um, our mom and dad both were very open when we were growing up about what death is, we're all going to die, all that stuff. Not like doom and gloom, but you know, it was all explained to us. <laughs> yeah, then. yeah. And um, our dad was um, a little more, um, discerning and, and how he spoke with us, I guess. But he had always told me that if there was life after death, he would come back. And we developed a code word. And he died. Sure enough, in a car accident in upstate Minnesota. Um, and um, he had a healthy disregard for police. Um, he died uh, violating a stop sign. So um, I went up there, went, we, you know, had him cremated, did all that stuff. And for the longest time, I had all of his ashes in my closet because um, I didn't have anywhere else to put him. But uh, <laughs> he Sorry. came home with me and he smoked a pipe when I was young. And it was Captain Black pipe tobacco that he smoked. And I was sitting in my living room and my husband at the time smelled smoke and thought somebody was smoking. And I'm like, it's literally the two of us. Nobody's home but us. <laughs> and nobody smoked at that time anyway. And um, I said, no, that's Captain Black pipe tobacco. 
And it was. And, and I just felt my dad just hug me. And then from there, it was about two more days and he visited again. And I went to bed and woke up with that word in my head, our code word. That, so. Sorry. Um, no, I just, that's such like a, a contrasting story, you know, like how that's, mm -hmm. that must have been like really comforting in a sense, as opposed mm -hmm. to like, you know, going to Raverly Hills and feeling like an evil presence or like, you know, get, oh, yeah. getting stabbed in the elbow with a needle and stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> So just like to thank like I guess like the vast experiences and like you know uh, uh, it's just crazy how like different I guess you would say um just how your experiences can change and stuff. Oh I'm yeah, I've had... I don't know like what every I don't know what the general idea idea of this is, right? Mm -hmm. But life mm -hmm. after death, do you view it as like goals are? Do you view? Do you? Sorry, I don't know how to word this question. Do you believe that there's a heaven and a hell, or do you, do you believe that once someone dies, the soul is kind of left to like wander for a little bit and then they leave? Or well, what, so know. you know, everybody has their own religious upbringing. Yeah. Okay. So my sister and I were raised Episcopalian. She is Catholic. I'm nothing. Um, I'm I'm kind of a blend between Episcopalian and some Buddhist beliefs with some Wicca thrown in there. Um, I, I have strongly believed in reincarnation since I was about six years old and learned what the word meant. Um, and so to me, there, there is a heaven and a hell, and I believe in that, but I believe that once you, you die, your soul kind of goes to the, you know, kind of like a little purgatory place, um, and you wait to be reborn into whatever it is you're supposed to be. And then after so many life progressions, you are allowed to go to either heaven or hell in my, in my whole um, thinking. Um, it's just something I kind of stumbled on to me. It just is right. So, yeah. I mean, everybody has their own, like I said, they have their own belief system and it, no one knows for sure what's oh, right. And what's that's, wrong. that's why I love that question because there's no right answer and there's no wrong right. wrong answer. Right? Everyone, Correct. Everyone, has a everyone I, I like I like hearing mm -hmm. what people think. You know, once you die. Yeah, I mean that that's the thing. And if if you say, oh, there is a, you know, I know. Well, no, you don't because you've not died yeah. and been there. So you haven't brought me back any proof. <laughs> <laughs> so. That, that's the, the big difference, I think. Um, we've also just kind of discerned that there are certain questions that entities are not allowed to tell us. They're not allowed to answer. Could you give one um, of those questions? Uh, kind of like what happens when you die. Oh, okay. They won't answer. Huh. We have asked numerous entities that we have kind of like a relationship with because we have several locations that we've been to very very regularly over the years so we know the family and or you know we know the entities there we know sure. how many children they had they know we know a lot about it and um so we've asked them 
and either they won't answer or they go away. Man, that's weird. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Never even thought of asking them. Like, I, yeah, you weird. ask them anything about what happens when you die. Are you in heaven? Are you in hell? Are you, you know, have you been anything like that? Mm -hmm. And you will not get an answer. Um. So, you know, I was, I was raised Christian, and like mm -hmm. now I, I'm atheist, agnostic-ish. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Um, but you know, one thing I was able to sort of like, I, I've seen like people, I have seen people ask, um, you know, entities and stuff, is there a heaven or hell and stuff, mm -hmm. and. Um, from one experience, the entity said, uh, no, there's no, there is none. Mm -hmm. But during, during like, for, like, a Christian viewpoint, that's almost seen as a demon. Um, okay, sorry. Only because they, they, from, sorry, from a Christian viewpoint, they're trying to, like, convince you that there is no heaven or hell. Right. Or... But, is it because they don't know and they're just trying to pass their own personal beliefs on to you? That, yeah. I mean, that, or that's also they've not very... reached, yeah, or they've not reached that point where they move on to heaven or hell. That's actually, you know, because um, I've not really thought of it like that, but like that's right. actually like a really, you know, good and thoughtful explanation because mm -hmm. they are spirits and stuff if like you know by default like if they if they are here talking to us then yeah they haven't reached heaven or hell so why why would they know if there's a heaven or hell right it, it's not necessarily that they're lying but you know if i wake right. up one day as a ghost i'm like well i you know i guess there wasn't a heaven or hell i'm just here <laughs> you know right right i mean it's, we don't know what we're not supposed to know you know yeah. Um, it's interesting. So um, I know you said you're in college and I'm not promoting anything here, but I remember from back in my day when I was young, which was before y'all were born, um, <laughs> and people, not me, people would say, sit around partaking of marijuana and have very deep conversations such as that right and it's it's just I funny love that listening it, to those deep conversations right like what people think on like afterlife and just like i know there's this one one i don't know the creator but is uh i think he's from, he's from europe and he trips mm -hmm. on acid a lot and people yes, would take yes. these 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 psych like these psychedelics mm -hmm. the way they think you know i love it's fascinating yes Yes, it's kind of the same thing, which is kind of scary in one way. Mm -hmm. Um, but okay, sorry. Go ahead. Um, so okay. we have here. So we our Zoom Zoom account, I think, is that's not upgraded. So we're gonna have to restart this meeting here in a few oh, minutes, okay. and then reset the timer. But and we okay. aren't gonna hold you for too much longer. Um, oh, I know no you, you, you said you're on a you're because you're on Eastern time, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so I, then it's um, almost 11, too. We say that I am actually BBB, which is Bench Breaking Broads, in exile. 
because I <laughs> just moved to Maryland. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, I recently got married and, and moved to Maryland. And so I'm, yes. oh, yeah, it, it, it's a really long drive back home to go on ghost hunts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. I would, I would not want to sit in that car ride. Well, yeah, okay. it's it's like 15 hours to Nashville. Yeah. Oh, so, wow. And then three more to Mississippi or Alabama. So then, I mean, yeah. So, I, I, yeah, you guys probably aren't going on as many as you were. No. But I'm looking for a team to go with up here in the meantime oh, until yeah. I get back. I wonder if you can't, like, you know, um, find people on, fa like, Facebook and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, well, they did a Facebook Live last night, and I was there. I mean, you know, I was on Facebook Live with them. Right. So it's, I'm pointing out things like I heard a whisper, so I type in, you know, hey, whisper here. So they know to go back and re-listen to that area and hear if it was, in fact, actually a real person whispering or if it was possibly something paranormal. Um. Well, see, then, like, I guess that's no, not to sound like a. Uh, I guess like my grandma, just like, like technology and stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, like we're just having problems with Zoom and stuff, but at the same time, it it can really also help at the same time, um, mm -hmm. because you're able to connect with those people. Right. Um, all right. So we're gonna go ahead and restart the meeting, and then we'll send okay. you another link, and then okay. we should be good, and then we can finish out the because uh. I do have two more questions okay. specifically, and then we can okay. uh, see where we go from. But all right, so we'll Sounds send you a good. link. Okay. Right, thank you. Thanks. Yeah, so we got link back, or we got the Zoom back up, and then the the camera completely cut out. Yep. So, oh, man. And we wanted to make sure that, you know, we, we could, you, could, you could at least still see us. So we had yeah. to pull up a different laptop to act as the, uh, camera nice that well, works though yeah we we fixed it <laughs> all right so um for for my next question this is yeah. sort of going on to like how you're talking before about like the ss method and the um i know you said you were like evps and stuff like you're an evp recording what yeah. do you think would be the best equipment like what do you think there's equipment like out there that a lot of people use but are actually like that actually don't actually record do you think anything supernatural or like do, what what do you think the best way to capture um anything paranormal would be you know you don't have to get anything expensive all you need is your smartphone that's it it has a voice I, i've got an iphone so i've got voice memos Obviously got a camera, got a video. It can do all of those things. Um, there is one or two apps that we actually like using. We've tested them over the years. We've determined that they do work in certain circumstances. Um, and so we will use those apps. I'm not saying the majority of them are not. I mean, they're to play with. They're not... Right investigate with but um there are one or two that we use um we use the periscope a lot which is for static electricity um we have noisy k2s um 
so you can hear them from another room. Um, and really that's all you need. Um, now we do have a lot of other fancy equipment. We've got thermal, we've got, um, you know, the just camcorders and um, we use the trail cameras a lot, uh, the ones that can video and or take picture, you know, all those yeah. we've got. Um, we like to use cat balls, um, which is literally what they're called. Um, we've been using them for at least five years now. Basically, they're marketed as a cat toy. It's a little ball that's uh, motion censored. And if something moves it, it lights up. Oh, that's cool. it. Um, personally, uh, yeah, I mean, personally, I've got cats. I think it's too bright for, to, for a cat to play with <laughs> because the lights are extremely bright. But um, they work great for our purposes. Um, and they're fairly cheap. Um, you can usually get like two for $6 or something like that. Um, just depends on where you go. Um, it, sometimes people call them motion orbs or something. I don't know, but they're basically cat balls. Um, and then that activates our 12 year old, our inner 12 year old boys because they said balls. So <sighs> like I said, to be our ages. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Off the laugh. Yeah, you know. It's just years funny. Old. You're telling an entity you're all sitting in a dark room and you're like, touch my balls. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good for a laugh. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> And now you mentioned you mentioned because I think we brought up a Ouija boards earlier, and you made like a weird noise. Do you not do you not like a, a Ouija boards? Heck no. no, no. Do not use a Ouija board. They do. I'm not open too familiar doors. with like. I'm yeah. I'm new. Like I'd be lying if I said I knew a lot. So I, I'm like going into a lot of those new because the the ghost of like I like it's a new new. It's I'm learning it. I guess to say the least, I'm learning it. Yeah, and I hear I hear I've heard a lot of horror stories from a Ouija boards. A lot of them. Yeah. They're, so, they're, I mean, they like invite people or something. It, yeah. Supposedly they can open a portal where entities and or demons can enter this uh, level or whatever you want. Our, our reality. Okay. Um, we, we used them as kids. We played with them before. I have an antique one that my grandmother had um, in my home. I don't use a Ouija board and I would never use a Ouija board. I, I just think it's, it's not good to go poking around things that you don't know about. Yeah. Right. And like, yeah. Cause like, even if like, um, it just, it, yeah, just that's one of those things yeah, that we invite want people to be and stuff. Yeah. Sorry yeah. Right. I, I'm not a demonologist. None of us are in our group. <laughs> Yeah. So I don't want to play around with something like that. You yeah, know? I get that, you know. Just so. because, like, yeah, that that's what I've heard, like, a lot of people say and stuff, too. It's just, like, it's not necessarily, it's, like, the act of using it mm -hmm. in itself is already almost, like, sacrilegious and stuff. It, it, I could see where they're coming from. Um, 
I think at the very least, it might be insulting to any entities that want to speak with you. Right. Um, because it's a, obviously it's just a, it's another tool. Um, they can talk to you using a flashlight. They can talk to you with the cat balls. They can talk to you through the spirit box. There's so many other ways to communicate that I think they would choose that because it's, you know, touching a motion light or a flashlight is going to be the path of least resistance. I guess. Yeah, and that's I true too. Cause I think that an entity concerned with energy would want to conserve said energy <laughs> and therefore choose that path of least resistance in yeah. speaking. Well, you cause um, that's how we, we seem to get the most evidence is from, um, you know, communicating with flashlights and stuff. That was how mm -hmm. we were able to, yeah, um, almost like a, a lot of communication started was with the flashlight. A good tool that we use, especially when we go to historic locations, dowsing rods, copper dowsing rods. I almost bought them for our investigation yeah. of the opera house. And because yeah. yeah. I was kind of skeptical at first, but then mm -hmm. I also knew someone personally that had used them. Mm -hmm. And like they swore by them. I and, do. And so like, yeah, like I. If someone believes in something that much, I, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm down to use them. Yeah. You can feel the energy when they're communicating with you. You can feel it in your hands holding the rods. Yeah, you probably would have ran out if you felt some energy oh, in your Probably. <laughs> and and now definitely... they have them where the tips are lighted or they're, they're um, glow-in-the-dark kind of thing. Really? So you can see them even if it's a nighttime investigation. That's a, maybe we should start investing in some. They're, but, they're um, only like the pair I have. They were 10 bucks on Amazon. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, that works perfectly. We're uh, two broke college kids. Right. So, you know. And I mean, if, if it's a historical or, you know, a person of a certain, certain era that you're looking to communicate with, anybody before 1950 knew what dowsing rods were. Right. I mean, they used those through the 1970s um, in most American cities. Really? Mm-hmm. Are you able to recall the, the oldest entity you've interacted with before? Oh, um, I would say, without knowing what it was at Waverly, I would say um, we have or had a regular gig at Buchanan Log Home on Elm Hill Pike in Nashville, Tennessee. Mr. Buchan Mr. James Buchanan um, was second generation or first generation American. And he built his log cabin in I think 1786 through 1789. I might a be wrong. A long time ago. Yeah. yeah. He's old. Yeah. yeah, and he met his wife, Lucinda. She was on the, the plantation next door, um, married her. He was much older than her, like 20 years older. Um, married Miss Lucinda. They had 16 children that all <laughs> survived to adulthood in a two-room two log cabin. That's pretty cramped, pretty cramped. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that's one of the families that they actually knew um, 
if you know anything about Nashville, you've also got the Hermitage, which is Andrew Jackson's um, home when he was, um, after he was done being president. Um, so they raced horses with Andrew Jackson. And then they also were well acquainted with the family from a home that we used to do a lot of investigations at in Tuscumbia, Alabama. And um, we asked the entities if they knew each other and they all agreed that they did, in fact, know each other. And we would relay messages back and forth between Mr. Buchanan and that family and that historic location wants to remain anonymous in Alabama. Get that. So, but yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Um, and so for our final question, mm-hmm. um, I guess it's, is there any like other places you guys would like that you guys really want to visit? Um, any like really popular haunted places, I guess. Oh yeah. There's a ton. Um, there's a, I mean, since I've moved up to Maryland, there's, there's a ton of like battlefields and stuff up here, obviously. Um, we've done the Perryville battlefield in Kentucky. That is awesome. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard some things about that before. The whole town of Perryville, I believe is actually haunted. Um, and I mean, it, it was a huge battle, lots of death. Um, most of the homes were used as hospitals or, you know, officer quarters or whatever. Um, it's a very cool town to visit, even if you're not looking for hauntings or entities or anything like that. They've got a ton of antiques for sale and stuff like that. Um, which by the way, never bring an antique home unless you have a K2. Um, because you can actually move an entity in that's attached to that piece of furniture into your home. That's actually kind of scary. Like, I, yeah, I did not. Yeah. Know that. So we, if we go and buy antiques, we take a K2 with us. <laughs> I mean, so, pretty smart. Yeah. 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 Or, you know, some type of something to communicate with to see if that piece is in fact haunted. <laughs> well, cause like you, you were saying like, um, you know, you, you've been doing this, like that's kind of your hob- hobby and stuff, you know, ghost hunting, mm-hmm. but like, yeah. yeah, you do have people that didn't sign up for it. They don't really want to deal with all that. Right. And so just to protect them, you know, that's actually. Oh yeah. When my dad visits, my cats still freak out. Oh. So it's all good. <laughs> he liked cats too, but I mean, you know, still it's, you know, I didn't ask the cats to sign up for it. So. <laughs> <laughs> But, but um, that's another thing is animals will come back and visit you. Former pets. Um, it's funny you mentioned that. Um, you were mentioning earlier how like you've been to like Waverly Hills and stuff, and so like uh, you might have like heard of it, of course. Uh, the, there's like a dog ghost at Waverly Hills because they uh, mm-hmm. there was a man, um, a homeless man apparently staying there with his dog, mm-hmm. and. There's some stories say that he was pushed. Others just say he fell. But yeah, he was he was found dead with his dog at the bottom of the elevator shaft. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, um, I've I've had former pets visit me. Um, I had 
well, our group has experienced um, animals on several different investigations. And look, I mean, you'll feel the cat rubbing up against your leg. That's that. <laughs> Again, that's something that would probably make me scream too. <laughs> yeah. And as much as I'd love that, I mean, well, I don't know, man. I think, I think, I just the thought of an animal ghost is yeah. something. It's like it's like more scary than a human ghost. I don't, I don't know why. I guess like well, but there's. If you follow uh, along the lines of like reincarnation, you know, then entity souls are souls, whether it's an animal or a person. And some people come back as animals and, you know, and vice versa. So, it, I mean, it's energy and it makes sense to me anyway, um, that that might just be a soul that you know that's coming to, hey, it's me. Yeah. That, you know? That's like also really comforting and stuff. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, that's like cool. if, if you feel a cat or, or hear a cat while you're, investigating maybe somebody's name pops into the back of your head that's already passed if that were the case i would correlate those all righty well thank you so much for uh coming on here we we really appreciate it oh you're welcome anytime um, if you guys need me again just holler you've got my website and facebook and anybody right. listening can join our page on Facebook, the Bench you, Breaking Broads Ghost Hunters. All right, and I, I'll I'll link you guys. Um, awesome! You're, you're such a big help uh, for yeah, making. Yeah, we, we really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, kind no of in problem. And you guys, we were struggling through. to find a group for a while. But you were you really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had a lot of people ask, and like uh, they want us to. They show interest, and then yeah. they kind of like. Ghost bear. A little bear, and then they end up going rogue. Yeah, you know, no pun intended. They ghost us. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they do actually. So, <laughs> but yeah, if you guys just so we, wanna... we really appreciate you pulling through. Yep, Olivia, we'll have a good holiday and... tomorrow. Have a happy Halloween. Mm. Yeah, same to you guys. Everybody, stay safe. Yep. All right. Thank you. Thanks. Talk to y'all later. You All right. too. Bye. All right. Bye bye. Bye. Oh, camera moving. Thank you to Maggie Hall from the Bench Breaking Broads Ghost Hunting Team. You can find their Facebook group and website down in the description below. And thank you to all you viewers and listeners. We wouldn't make this podcast if we didn't have all your guys' love and support. This is a journey both of us have loved taking and will continue to take. Remember, life is too short to not go out to the world, explore, and pursue your hobbies and interests. You never know what you're going to find. Remember, you can find the D302 Show on YouTube and all the podcasting platforms. Check out our Instagram at the underscore D302 underscore show with pictures and announcements. And happy Halloween to all. Thank you.